Hey everybody, welcome to Heidi and Tony Explore Cleveland. A podcast all about Cleveland and fun things to do. We go exploring. And we go eat. We eat lots and we enjoy it. So join us as we share these experiences with you. And we hope that these experiences inspire you to enjoy the great city of Cleveland. Well, it's been a year. A whole year. It's so exciting. It is very exciting. And you picked out some highlights. We picked out some highlights. We picked out some highlights. We did, because I asked you what your favorite episodes were. Yes, and I shared those with you. I like all of our episodes. I do, too. I'm excited for all of our adventures. Oh, I am, too. I will tell you, I was very overzealous in the beginning, and I was going through each episode one by one, and I was trying to pick out clips one by one, and then I realized that was going to be a lot. So I texted you and said, what are your top five? And then I chose my top five. And it was really hard to choose just top five. Yes. But I tried to choose five different from you because, like you said, I really enjoyed all of them. And I was really enjoying going back and listening to all of our episodes. I just would like to mention, over the past year, we actually went to 38 places. And... We dropped 25 episodes. We still are just bi-weekly, but I think that's a huge accomplishment. Absolutely. And we thank you for for continuing to be a part of it. Enjoy these highlight reels as much as we enjoyed making them. And as always, thanks for listening. talk about the Nautica Queen. So as we were going down the old riverbed, yes. We got we got a little show from one of the pleasure boats. Yes. Yes. They were Flash. Yes. So uh just be careful about the kids on the bow late at night on the dinner cruise. Yes, for sure. People are having fun while they're out there. Yes. Now, that wasn't any part of our cruise. That was just the pleasure boat that was going by that was coming out of that marina. And we had a woman who showed off some goods and a man who turned around and showed off some of his goods. So yep. I thought They it, were having fun. I thought it was a great time. <laughs> it was. You know. <laughs> there, was, there was a gentleman on the boat where, who was disappointed because he saw the man. Yes. And we said you were looking in the wrong place, sir. I, I saw them both. <laughs> So I saw I. them both. So did I. We were in the right spot. We were leaning over the side of the boat. We, we were waving because we they were waving to us. <laughs> yes. And then so we should we have thrown some fun. beads. Maybe you should bring some beads if you're going to you go could. again. Yeah. Yeah. Throw some beads to the lady. There you go. We're, we're having a rough time right now. Heidi's on the edge of extinction right now. Yeah, so we just recorded an hour and 20 minutes of an episode. Using the wrong microphone. Again. Because why? Heidi is in charge of the microphone. And I did an oversight. So we just had a little break to get some wine, so I have no idea what was said before this. Me neither. But we're going to start fresh. we needed the wine so we don't murder people. And by people, she means me. (laughs) I still love you, Heidi. Okay. Well, you know, this makes up for all the times I've tried to fire you. You try to fire me, like, daily. 
This is It true. does not make up for all of that. No, not at all. <laughs> no, I'm saying now you can try and fire me. I'm not even... No, I was trying to murder you. Oh. Well, you know. Okay. You picked me up. I picked you up. It was a nice day. I claimed I knew where I was going. You always claim that you know where you're going. Always. <laughs> she never knows where she's going. I always know where I'm going. No, she does not. Don't ever let her trick you into thinking that she knows where she's going. She never knows where she's going. We started the day off where I picked Tony up from her house on a Saturday morning. Yes. Tony says, you know, in your GPS, it says Christmas Story House, but we were going to Grumpy's. Yes. And I said... It's okay. I can get the Grumpies from the Christmas Story house. You said once we get to Clark, I know where I'm going. Which was a mistake. I meant once we get to West 14th Street. You didn't know that either because we crossed right over West 14th Street. Regardless, we make it to Grumpies, which was your first time there. Yes. But we had a great day. And you have to be flexible. And we were. We were flexible and we did have a great day. So our next kind of random impromptu stop is going to be Olive Scene. Except for while we are driving to Olive Scene, Tony gets really excited. Yes, very excited. And what did you see? Kelsey Elizabeth Cakes. I also got the creme brulee macaron. They okay. only had one left. Yeah, and I, so I'm going to tell you the story. There was nobody in front of me. There was nobody in front of me. The lady was helping you. I think there was a lady ahead of you. I knew that the one left would have been safe. I was so anxious. I was so anxious. Like, I could not wait for them to come wait on me so that I knew that that was mine. Because it looked so good, and there was only one left, and I was so afraid. I was just so afraid. There were two when we walked in. I know. And one got snagged up, and it just only increased my anxiety more. I, I couldn't take it. All right, so we're going to move on from Kelsey Elizabeth. All right, so then we move on to the olive scene. I've never seen a store like that in my life. I was, I was surprised when I walked in there. I was like, holy cow. What were you surprised by? Just with all the olive oil and the vinegar and the fact that you can taste all of it. Like any kind well, they that, have right that on they their, have. They have right on their sidewalk that it's a tasting room. Yeah, well, I wasn't paying attention to that because you literally ran in there. <laughs> like, guys, I lost, I lost her. Like, she ran in there, grabbed whatever she wanted and paid for it before I was even in the door. Well, because I know, I, I have been to that store so many times that I know what I'm getting when I go there. I use a lot of, especially the cranberry pear, I go through that pretty quickly. I will say that I asked Heidi earlier, um, because she was showing me how many bottles of this vinegar and olive oil that she has, and I said, do you drink this stuff? The cranberry pear, I do. She, she, you heard it right <laughs> here, people. You know, when you have a bowl of cereal and you drink the milk that's left over from the cereal... When I have my cranberry pear in my salad, if there's any leftover, I will literally pick the bowl up and, and drink the rest of it. It is so good. If you go to their website, 
achristmasstoryhouse.com, they have something on there called a live shot. And I do have to admit, I've been a little obsessed. I have been a little obsessed myself. Not quite as obsessed as you. I just don't even know why we need it. But but you watch it constantly. <laughs> I check in on it. She checks in on it constantly. She, listen, I get text messages at all hours of the day and night. Sharing the live cam. Yes. So constantly. First of all, it's a crystal clear shot. It is. You can zoom in and out. And I, you see people all hours of the day driving up, standing in front of the house, taking a picture, and leaving. Yes. You see people doing that constantly. Listen, I was, I was watching the live feed the one day, and it looked like somebody was standing on the front porch. It's, it was not somebody standing on the front porch. And then it looked like there was something in the backyard, like an animal or something. Well, then the other morning we were watching it, and there are... There were five people in pink bunny suits. Yes. Walking from the Bumpus house <laughs> to take their tour. Yes. What I was noticing while watching the live feed during the week is that it does seem like during the week earlier in the morning that you can actually park on West 11th Street. And just walk straight to the house. Like, you don't have to drive around. So, again, we went on a weekend day. Right. That's probably why it was so crowded. Again, we went at the end of the year. That's why it's so crowded. But that live feed is something else, I think. It is. It, it absolutely <laughs> is. It's interesting to check in on it. I mean, any hour, it's interesting to it check, is. Yeah. check in. It is. Yeah. I've so. looked at it at night. I've looked yeah. at it in I the know, morning. I know, because you text me. <laughs> Okay. With the live feed. Yes. She says, you know you're a stalker, right? <laughs> she is. And we will share all of our experiences. You know, if I fall down the stairs, we're going to tell you about it. <laughs> if I trip over my own feet, you're going to know. We went to Hilarities. Pickwick and Frolic, yes. We participated in both locations because they are two separate kind of locations within the same building. I'm sorry. All I can think about right now is you're talking about accessibility for the building. And the very first thing when we walk in to the <laughs> building, Tony trips. Because <laughs> there's like a step, which I it think tells there's, you a there's a sign. Step. There's a sign that says, watch your step. There is a sign that... <laughs> So we told you in the first, in our pilot episode, that if I trip, you're going to know about it. Yes. I tripped. 100%. I was like. <laughs> and what? I almost peed my pants because I was laughing. I'm like, what? there's a sign right there. And I think what happened was you turned around to tell me there's a sign to watch my step. No, I was not. I was looking at the entrance because when you walk into the entrance, there's this beautiful chandelier. Yes. It's just overwhelming when you first walk in. So you're not paying attention to any signs. Watch your step when you first walk in. <laughs> because there is a small step there that you need to step up on. Right. And I tripped. You did. And I was happy I was behind you and not in front of you. Why? So I could see you. Oh, yeah. It was great. See, always have your camera ready. You could have recorded that and put it on social media. No, I didn't have my camera out. I just was following behind you in the door. 
But next time we walk in and I know that we're going into an old building and there's going to be a step up, I 100% am going to be ready. ready <laughs> Instead of death. warning me, she's going to record me falling. Yeah, that is what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't wish you to get hurt, but it is, you know, a comical it was, moment. It was funny. Yeah. We're going to a comedy club. It was a comical moment. We went to the History Museum. So, the gift shop. The gift shop. They have a lot of different things in the gift shop <coughs> at the museum. So, oh my gosh, they have really cute and cuddly stuffed animals. And very soft. Oh my gosh, I was loving those. They've got t-shirts. Lots of different kinds of t-shirts. And different sizes, too. Mm-hmm. Kids, adults. Yes. Big enough to fit me. Mm-hmm. Jewelry. And candy. We didn't talk about the candy and the cool astronaut ice cream that we purchased. Yes, we did. And we're going to try right now. So we bought astronaut ice cream sandwiches. They are freeze-dried, ready-to-eat space food. So we got a cookies and cream and a vanilla. They smell like sugar. I think... Okay. This is to the year of yes. <laughs> to the year of yes. Trying freeze-dried ice cream sandwiches. Are you All ready? Right, ready. All right. <laughs> I'm going to break it. <laughs> I didn't get any ice cream. I felt like I was going to break a tooth. No. Is it good? It tastes oh. like an ice cream sandwich. Oh. I don't like it. Oh, it's weird. Because it's not cold? It's a little fuzzy. Oh, the aftertaste is good. It tastes like an ice cream sandwich. The aftertaste tastes like ice cream. I'm not quite sure what, what the rest of it tastes like. I would not be cut out for space. You're not cut out for a lot of things. <laughs> That's why I'm doing the year of yes. Speaking of food, we just had to do a slight pause of the recording because Tony's son called, her son Brandon. He said, what are you recording? We said, the History Museum. And he said, did you find the cheeseburgers when you went to the History Museum? Yeah. And we said, no. Right. We said, what cheeseburgers? And he said, I told you about the cheeseburgers before you went, which I didn't remember. <laughs> so we just looked it up. There are six burgers... Hidden. Throughout different exhibits of the museum. Yes. And they there's no rhyme or reason. It started off as an interactive science project, it sounds like. Right. About inchworms. How many, how many cheeseburgers <laughs> would an inchworm eat? Yes. This was part of an exhibit, and they had all these, this overabundance of cheeseburgers, so they decided to hide them. In the different um, exhibits, just for pure entertainment. Heidi says to me, you did find a burger. You did. And you took a picture of it. <laughs> I didn't remember this. <laughs> for, I remember exactly where we were. We were in the back part. It's a little dark back there. We're looking at the gems, and you say, oh, look, this gem looks just like a cheeseburger. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's cool. It's a little weird, but it's cool. <laughs> and then there's a, a little, you know, plaque that tells us what the things are. What it are. is. 
And it says Hamburgite. (laughs) (laughs) And we just accepted it as truth. And took pictures. (laughs) (laughs) And carried on. (laughs) So she had to just remind me that I took a picture of this. So I had to look it up and I was like, oh my gosh, there it is. I don't think I would have remembered that you found that thing until he told us that there was these burgers. <laughs> we went to the locker room yes. experience. Yes, we did. I have to say this was my very favorite part of the entire Hall of Fame. Yes. When people say the hairs on the back of their neck stood up, yeah, I feel like that happened with me. Oh, it did for me. I got goosebumps. Yes. I was getting choked up. It was, yes. It was, it was the best thing ever. I was getting choked up, too. It was so inspirational. Well, they make it seem like you're in the locker room. Yes. And... The benches are vibrating. Well, that's what I was going to say. They really make it seem like you're in that locker room. It's amazing. They've got memorabilia in the lockers. they got a a laundry thing full of towels. Yeah. Then they had showers in the back, like shower heads and things in the back. So it seemed like you were in a locker room, and you're just kind of, at least this is my experience. I'm sitting there. I'm kind of not paying attention. I was probably looking at my phone, which I shouldn't have been. At this point, you can take pictures while people are shuffling in. Just while people are shuffling in. Once the experience starts, you can't take any more photos. So I don't know if I was taking pictures or if I was just looking around. I'm not sure. I wasn't paying attention. But all of a sudden, it goes dark and like this giant boom. Because I remember it scared me. I startled easily. She jumped. And I'm like, what is going on? And then there's, like, surround sound speakers where you just hear, like, locker room mantras and talking. I'm and... getting goosebumps now just thinking about it. it. It was that amazing. And then there's, like, a stage in the front. So, like, you listen for probably about 30 seconds of surround sound. Of these coaches, like, just cheering on their team like telling them we're gonna get this we're gonna this is our house right you know and yeah you know things that would be going on in the locker room and then it kind of quiets down and then on the stage this hologram of joe namath comes up yes in his gold jacket he's wearing his gold jacket yep and he starts talking to us and there's a chalkboard up there and it becomes animated and he's talking about the nfl and how the nfl has inspired people and he says for example let's go to and i'm sorry i don't remember the players do you remember i you know what i don't either it was you have to experience it though like but then that they he said for example and then all of a sudden that player like the hologram of joe goes away and the hologram of whoever he had just referenced and it, comes it kind up. of and the way that the hologram goes away it kind of disapparates yes it like little pixelates yeah it just i don't know it was the whole thing was just amazing well and they were all about inspirational stories i believe one of them was warren moon 
Was it Warren Moon? It was Warren Moon because and he's one of my favorite quarterbacks ever. He was a good quarterback from what I remember. He was, yes. Yeah. So it was just these different inspirational stories about never giving up, always following your dreams. It, it was good. And then Joe kept coming back, and then the people kept transitioning in and out. And then at the end, they had the two original Super Bowl coaches. They were giving their... I'm guessing their speeches. Yes, and I'm just goosebumps again. They were so motivational. Yes, I mean, I was really getting choked up. It was an amazing experience, and I agree with you. That probably was one of my favorite things in that Hall of Fame as well. Oh, that was my absolute favorite. Yeah. I'm taking my husband just so he can experience that. In this episode, we are going to talk to you about... The Terrestrial Brewing Company. (gasps) And we went the day of the Super Bowl. Yes, so it was before the Super Bowl. They had it during the day. So we went for brunch. And the reason why we went is because it was advertised as the Puppy Bowl. Yes. Which I thought this was kind of a one-time thing for the dogs at this place. The way they had advertised the puppy bowl but it was not a one-time thing that dogs frequent the terrestrial brewing company no they are allowed there at any point in time i think honestly we were the only two people in that place that didn't have a dog yes (laughs) that's what i told paul i said i really think we were the only two at this brunch that didn't bring a dog with us And some people brought two dogs. Yeah. There were dogs everywhere at this place. All sizes. All sizes, all shapes, all everything. Colors. They were were painted. They were everything. Well, because there was a contest for the best sports fan or something for the Puppy Bowl. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the exact contest was or what the exact prize was or who exactly won but what i found out from sitting there because i had to talk to other people why did i have to talk to other people because i was sitting on the floor because i was sitting on the floor with with all the dogs i and i walked up and down the whole bar a couple of times too with treats. With treats. Well, they were selling treats there. How many bags of treats did you buy? I bought three. <laughs> <laughs> and so she just kept buying treats and socializing with dogs. So I had to find other people to talk to. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but if you take me somewhere where there's dogs, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to let every dog come up and kiss me. And I'm going to pet them and hug them and love them. And you did. Yes. Yes. And there were just new ones coming in the whole time. I know. And I had to meet them all. So what I found was that people are coming to this place not because it's the Puppy Bowl. They didn't... Well, I won't say that. There were people who did care about the Puppy Bowl because there were dogs that were dressed in football jerseys, football hankies around their neck, uh, referee jerseys they were dressed in. Some, though, just come because this is a dog-friendly place. And some, you know, came with their little foo-foo 
little outfits. Yes. With uh, did you see those two with matching the bows in their hair? Yeah, the pink. And they... one was a male and one was a female. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. I assumed yes. they were both girls. Nope. Because they both had little pink ponies on top of their head. Well, I met them. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> Let's mention that we went somewhere free this time. Oh, we went somewhere free this time. We did. Yeah. So we decided for this adventure that we were going to go to the art museum. Which is free. Did we mention that it's free? I can't believe that this art museum is free. Right. So I'm going to tell you, going into this... I did not have high hopes. Right, because it's free. Right. So I'm like, okay, we're going to be there half an hour because there are paid exhibits that you can go in to see. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, the unpaid exhibits, we're going to get to see about a half an hour worth of stuff, right? How long were we there? We were there for three hours. How long could we have been there? Probably five. And why did we leave? Because Heidi was hangry. (laughs) And let me just tell you, dealing with a hangry Heidi is not fun. Well, most of our listeners may know that already. I don't know. Well, let's just tell the new listeners, okay? (laughs) Dealing with a hangry Heidi is not a good thing. Well, and also, I felt very, what's the word, like, muted, while we were in that. Oh, there. yeah. And Heidi really likes to talk, if you haven't noticed that either. <laughs> so Heidi really needs to have her voice heard. Yes. And, you know, when you're in a museum, you kind of need to be quiet and... Respectful. Respectful. Right. Which I do want to add, there were people talking. And Tony was calling me... <clears throat> What were you saying? That I was being grumpy about it. Yes, very grumpy. She was being very grumpy. Because these college kids did not get the memo. Well, there were no memos. There were no quiet please signs. I just want to add. But nowhere did it say quiet please. But follow the environment that you're in. Other people are being quiet. (laughs) They were not party animals. I just want to add. Okay, it's not like they were walking around screaming and yelling. They were just having loud conversation. Loud conversations that I heard in other rooms from them. I know where these people grew up, where they went to college, and where they were taking their internships. (laughs) It was ridiculous. Well, I don't think, again, Heidi was hangry. Maybe I was jealous. You were probably jealous and hangry. So, (laughs) because she felt that she couldn't talk. So we left off on the first floor. Correct. Now we're going to the second floor. Upstairs. Yes. We walked around the whole upstairs, then ended where we began, and then walked across this grand room again to go to where Heidi wanted to go from the beginning. It was a room full of knight armor. And swords. Yes. And guns. And to be honest with you, I'm not a medieval person. No. <laughs> I don't like medieval movies. I, I'm not a medieval kind of girl. I never would have known. But I was really excited to go into this room. Because it's beautiful. 
Oh, it was really spectacular. I'm not as big of a gun person, but there were a couple different <laughs> guns on display <laughs> and guns. So I just want to mention, there was this one specific gun, musket it was, uh-huh. that Heidi was looking at. And she took a picture of it and she sent it to her boyfriend because there was kind of like this ball on the end of it. Yes. And she said, I bet Paul would know what this is for. Yes. Yeah. It didn't really say, you know, what it was for. So Heidi like sent it. Like on the it, handle. Yes. There's a ball at the On the, the butt end. of the gun. Yeah, the butt of a gun. There's a, a nice thick ball at the end of the butt. Right. So <laughs> she sends it to Paul. And he texts back and says, this is not funny. But when I read it, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. So please... I don't know why. Just please excuse me. But he said, my guess is it's a one-shot gun. So you need to use a weapon on your enemy after you dispense the shot. So use the butt of the gun to bludgeon your enemy to death. (laughs) It's what he texted me. So maybe that's what it was for. (laughs) I don't know why, because it's so disturbing, but when I read it... We did find humor in that. I thought... Well, because maybe we felt stupid. (laughs) Well, and also I felt like that's so Paul to think that. Yes. And also so Tony to think that. I guess so. I didn't think of that, though. (laughs) I said he's probably right. (laughs) Right, because it makes sense. If it's only a one-shot dispense, why waste time reloading your bullet? Well, because back then... you can take the ball the ceramic ball at the end of your gun it's the primitive pistol whipping (laughs) (laughs) it's the origin of pistol whipping (laughs) we figured it all out at the art museum oh my god so today Was one of my most favorite days. I know we say it all the time, but today was a good day for me. It was a good day for me, too. All right. I'm going to bust out into song. Let's hear it. 123,546 bottles of beer on the wall. 123,546 bottles of beer on the wall. Why are we singing this, you might ask? Yeah, why are we? We visited the Great Great Lakes Lakes Brewing Company. (laughs) But I need to tell everybody why we started with that amount. Those were brewed barrels of beer in 2020. Barrels. And how many bottles are in a barrel? There are about 300 bottles of beer in a barrel. And they distribute to 14 states plus D.C. From as far west as Minnesota to North Carolina. Right. There was so much that I learned on this tour. It was affordable. It was educational. And it was fun. Right. I had a great time on this tour. This might be one of my most favorite things that we've done so far. They do uh, some fun stuff at the Noble Beast, and we should probably talk about parking. So we did 
Street parking. Because on the weekends, it's free. Right. So this place is located on Lakeside Avenue. Across the street from the FBI building. Yes. Which we decided to turn around in their parking lot. Well, I asked all three of you. I said, what is that building? It so looks we're very being official. Monitored now. It looks very, very official. And nobody told me what it was. So well, because it's all gated. They have a gar- armed guard at the gate. Yeah. It's it's all gated. Like, you can't get past. There's a parking lot that we turned around in. I used it as a turnaround. You're not getting through that parking lot. I used it's it as an iron a, gate. I used it as a turnaround. So we're being I monitored. I didn't realize there would be a we're man. We're being recorded right now. I didn't realize there would be a man in the booth. And I hope he is recording and listening. <laughs> we're talking about our podcast. We need more listeners. <laughs> So put it there, FBI. <laughs> Don't do that to the FBI. <laughs> well, listen, they could listen to our podcast during their stakeouts. They could. Yeah. Or maybe they're listening to the people that they need to listen to during the stakeouts. I don't think that's going to work. We had lunch at Raleigh Inn, which is located on the corner of West 11th and Raleigh Avenue. Which just happens to be in the same neighborhood as a Christmas story house. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's like it's catty corner to the Christmas story house. Yes. It's it's across the street from the museum. And I wanted to give a little update because A, the Raleigh House had a leg lamp in the window. And remember we talked about different businesses in Tremont having that leg lamp in the window. Right. And the camera, so you guys know that I get sometimes obsessed about the live feed camera for a Christmas story house. And so I just wanted to see how accurate that camera is. And there is a slight delay, like 30 seconds. Yes. So we tested it out. Mm -hmm. There was a motorcycle going down the street. She was connected to the camera at the time. So we didn't see the mo- motorcycle go down the street till probably 30 seconds to a minute after it yeah. actually went down the street from, the, you know, looking at the camera. So there's a small delay, but still, nonetheless, it was it was cool to be there. I still do love that camera. That camera is crystal clear. Yeah. And the fact that you can zoom in and out, I really yes, like that feature. I do, too. Our podcast recording day mm-hmm. was delayed a bit yes it was because the most wonderful thing in the world happened on that night mm-hmm. well it was the the next morning very early in the morning but my beautiful grandson was born yes he was theodore david mm-hmm. and i can't I can't explain. You can't stop gushing over it. Oh my gosh, he's he's the most precious thing in the world. <laughs> and I I just it's rude that I can't see him every day. <laughs> and how are mom and dad? They're wonderful. Good. She was a rock star. Let me just tell you. Absolute rock star. Awesome. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah. He's a little cutie pie. Well, good. So congratulations to you guys. Thanks. So we went to Medina, Ohio to see the Medina ice sculptures. Yes. And to go to Castle Noel. 
I don't know about you, but this was one of my most favorite things. Oh, it was great. <laughs> now, when you walk into the Grand Ballroom, there's a big castle above your head. That castle has 120 miles of fiber optic lights. Oh my gosh. It's beautiful. We spent a lot of time in there. There's a lot of things thrown together. They talked a lot about like Jim Carrey being the Grinch, but they also mentioned in the Grinch movie, this was something that was near and dear to your heart, right? That there were six dogs. Yes. Oh. There were six dogs. That who played e- Max. Right. And at the end of the movie, all six of those dogs. They were, were all foster- shelter dogs. Yes. And they were all adopted. And they were all adopted out after the movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. How wonderful was that? I know. You know, the tour kept going without us because we were taking pictures in there and everything. Right. Tim Allen's Santa Claus head was in there. Oh, right. The whole Grinch costume is in there. Yes. Then the tour ends with... The slide from A Christmas Story. So again, all of our episodes sometimes always lead back to one another. Yes. Well, I kind of figured this one, of course, would lead back to A Christmas Story. The oldest woman to go down the slide was how old? 101? Yes. Yes. <laughs> good for her. Yep, absolutely. I mean, seriously good for her. Yes. Spoil alert, as if you were in suspense, right? We did it. So we get to the top. There's the Santa throne. They take your picture up there, like professional Santa pictures. Yes. And then you go down the slide and you get to push your friend down the slide. Yes. The slide is fun. You go down pretty fast. Oh, yeah. That was cool. 